Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. Cruising in lowriders and other cars has been illegal in National City since 1992. But now supporters say it's time to bring cruising back and the city is willing to consider it. National City Mayor Alejandra Sotelo Solis joins me now. Mayor, thanks for being here. Why, hello. Good to see you. So you held a forum last night where you heard from the community. How did it go? You know, we had over 130 people register for uh, this this uh, forum uh, in partnership with the <clears throat> National City Lowrider Ad Hoc Committee, which was myself and uh, Councilmember Mona Rios, uh, along with our Community Police Relations Commission. And it was amazing to hear um, the diverse voices uh, from the lowrider community, the youth, um, and those uh, elders who have had experience in the cruising industry for some decades, you know, really shed light one on the history of uh, cruising and low riding because it's two different um, aspects, uh, but also to um, hearing that, you know, there is a desire uh, to bring back cruising uh, to Highland Avenue in National City. So I know there's a lot of support for this. We ran um, a bunch of essays in the opinion section, including yours, you know, saying you're willing to look at this. But a lot of people who grew up with this, you know, feel very culturally tied to it, very proud of it. Um, but is there anybody that's really against it at this point? I think, you know, as we discuss the the ordinance itself, which is different from what the forum was, the forum was one uh, kind of like the 101, the history, uh, the connectedness, the family, the community. Um, we've also, as part of the ad hoc committee, had conversations about why the ordinance, you know, was put into place uh, during the, the mid to late 90s, you know, gang activity was um, at, at a high, and there were a number of, you know, um, out side groups that were coming in and really um, messing up, <laughs> to put it simplistically, and um, creating a very challenging environment with our community, uh, including residents, the business community, and the PD. And so that ordinance was put into place. And so now here we are almost 20 years later, really looking at what we as a, as a city um, want to do um, regarding the ordinance. Um, again, the information that was provided, the voices that we heard on Thursday, really helped set that platform, the, the basis for what would be um, amenable. Uh, we discussed a code of conduct uh, for the cruisers um, and the lowrider car clubs in conjunction with our National City Police Department. Uh, we talked about engaging youth, um, as well as, you know, discussing uh, no alcohol or, um, you know, other paraphernalia, you know, bringing, being involved. Um, not that we at all are sanctioning that in the first place, but we <laughs> want to make sure that it's blatant, you know, that that's not allowed. But, but again, it's, it's the dialogue. And this is the first time, again, in almost 20 years that this true um, grassroots left effort has been had at this level. And I'm, I'm very proud that we're having it. And it has to happen in conjunction with all of those voices at the table, and in particular with our National City Police Department. 
did the ordinance like accomplish did the ordinance accomplish what it set out to do originally i mean was it warranted then or do you feel like it was a little misplaced you know um i was not in office at that point so i don't know what the elected officials were thinking at that point but as we you know discuss um ordinances now i think we take everything into account um, we take the impact into the small business community along Highland Avenue. We take into account, you know, um, safety. Once we have people cruising, are you abiding by all of the, the lights and the, you know, the stop signs? Or are you just going to cruise on by and, you know, kids and families that are actually out, you know, going to get a meal? Uh, is everyone going to be safe? And then if there are impacts into the other parts of the community, what does that mean? And who is going to be uh, held accountable to pay for those costs, uh, whether it be calls for service or other um, needs, whether it be parking or, you know, fill in the blank. But I think well, we are amenable to hearing what options are out there. We know that there are car cruises that happen throughout the county that are very successful. La Vuelta and uh, Barrio Logan. Um, in El Cajon, they have a cruise on specific days of the week. So we can really model some of the, what we would deem as the future of, of cruising in National City off of things that have been successful in other communities. And, you know, if it's a phased approach where, and again, let me back up. Uh, so this initial conversation was hearing the voices through this, through our ad hoc committee, it's to have uh, initial conversations, but to bring all of this information and, and a recommendation to our entire city council board. So at the end of the day, our entire council will be making a decision and continue having the dialogue before we make the decision, obviously. Um, but we have one year really to kind of look at um, the ordinance and what we want uh, for our community uh, regarding the ordinance. Um, and that's above and separate from the events because anybody can host an event in National City. But when it involves the cruise or cruising along Highland Avenue, because we have an existing policy on the books, um, it begs the question, do we need that ordinance on the books still? If we do, what does it mean? Does it need to be amended uh, to allow for events? Or as the United Lowrider Coalition is asking, is it for a full repeal? And where does the city fall in that conversation? And it's every, every one of those options. Um, and I think uh, we're, we're open to really seeing and, and holding people accountable. Because just like with any ordinance, and, and then I'll take a breath, uh, <laughs> with any ordinance, we can amend, we can repeal, but then we can always revisit and reinstate if things aren't working. Now, you know, the, as we've seen with, uh, the face mask ordinance, no face mask ordinance, face mask, no, this, you know, it just makes it confusing. And we want to get it as right as we can at the beginning. So when people understand what is happening, it's all inclusive, 
we have all voices uh, to have expressed their opinion and how to best uh, approach it. Um, and we, we do our very best um, at the forefront, hence why you know, I felt it was important to have this forum at the very beginning of our dialogue. I think you mentioned, you know, the, the council is going to look at it over the coming year, but is there a timeline for when you might have a decision? So we, I believe the official date of the ad hoc committee was April of this year. So when, through the ad hoc policy at the city, we have one calendar year to complete the work of the ad hoc committee. Uh, again, having these types of forums and additional meetings and dialogues and experts to come in and give us some reference so that when we bring it to our full board, we have data points to be able to share with our colleagues and provide those same presentations to the full board. Um, and so, you know, here we are in September, we do have a, a, you know, a number of holidays coming up, but the one thing looming over us is COVID and the Delta variant. So as much as we would like to really push policy um, that would invite more people and more entities to Highland Avenue, we have to be very uh, cognizant that there are truly lives and families that are still being affected by COVID-19. We are still in the middle of a pandemic. And um, so it's that balance. Um, but we're, we're hopeful that, uh, you know, within a um, few months, we will be able to bring something to uh, our council. Um, and again, we have uh, about till April. So then we, then we have to move pretty quick <laughs> to get it uh, in front of our council. Okay, final question for you. I read that you are an honorary member of a car club, the Unique Ladies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you have a favorite car? Uh, you know, or what just what have you learned from that experience? You know, it was very humbling. My first year in office as an elected official, um, you know, I had been involved as a community member attending events or donating toys and, you know, just being present. And they approached me and I was humbled, the unique ladies of female owned car club to say that they were proud of me as an elected official. I was only the second woman elected to the city council at that point. And as a young woman who again was supportive, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't have a car, um, you know, or a low rider, but that womanhood and that sisterhood to be able to say, we believe in you and we want you to be successful and we're here if you need us. And I said, oh my God, this is so cool. You know, cause I remember as a child seeing them along Highland Avenue and, or, you know, going to events at Chicano Park. So it meant a lot. And I have my uh, honorary shirt, my little certificate there in my <laughs> office. Um, and then the, and then fast forward when I won, you know, 10 years later, as the mayor, the first Latina, at my first state of the city, it was, I was gifted a lowrider bike. And it was like that entry of, wow, now I have something of my own that I can show and um, share with the, the community that, you know, I, I see, I see you. And not just talk, 
Um, I haven't entered my car, my bike into any car uh, shows or, you know, competitions. <laughs> not yet. Um, not yet. But it's, it's that reflection that we, we see each other, we appreciate the art, and the culture. And so it's, it's all very humbling. Um, but it's also to a lot of responsibility. Uh, being the first Latina, recognizing that there is history, you know, with with the ordinance, knowing that, you know, I, I wear dual hats, you know, or multiple hats for that matter. Um, but, you know, I, I, I feel the onus and the responsibility to be very, um, you know, um, I, I take this responsibility very serious. And um, because this is over 50 years of history with the lowrider community, um, the Chicano movement as women entering into low riding, um, and then looking at the next generation and the relationships with everyone in National City and countywide, and for that matter, state and nationwide. Um, there's, there's a lot to, to really uh, digest, but we're going to do our best to be diligent and um, bring forward a, a recommendation that again, we're open to continue dialogue and, and you know, shaping and reshifting. And again, everything has to be done in conjunction with community, business, uh, community at large, uh, residents, which includes the residents in our business community and um, our national city PD and public safety as well as you know the lowriders that are the and the car clubs including the united lowrider coalition to make it happen definitely a lot of work ahead but mayor thank you so much for joining me thank you and just remember remind everybody please mask up and get vaccinated if you are eligible um, the delta variant is very real and as we're seeing it uh, people are being affected still um, with COVID-19 impact. So thank you again, Christy, for the opportunity. I uh, look forward to the continued dialogue. I'll keep you updated. You can find more news online at sandiegouniontribune.com. I'm Christy Totten, host of the San Diego News Fix. Thanks for listening. <laughs>